Okay, hello and welcome everyone to a very special podcast that we are recording as part of Event Wellbeing Month 2020, in particular for the week dedicated to nutrition. My name's Charlie, I'm a volunteer campaigns coordinator at EventWell and today I'm joined by the lovely Simone Benner, who I actually met while she was working as an event manager on one of my jobs. Now, she has taken steps to become a registered holistic nutritionist, as well as many other things, including a yoga teacher. An incredibly inspirational female, to say the least, and I'm sure you'll agree with that as we go through and you learn more. So today we're going to chat a little bit about Simone's transition from events into nutrition to understand a little bit more about her reasonings for the move and her no doubt invaluable experiences within the industry. Although I've got many wonderful things to say about this lady, um, she is one of the most well-suited to telling you all about it. So let's jump right into our Q&A session now. So hello, Simone. Nice to have you here. Hey, Charlie. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to learn more about you and your journey. So we'll, we'll kick right off. Um, so we'll start from the beginning. So obviously we worked mm. together um, at experience engine you were a fantastic event manager for me um tell me a bit more about your overall experience in the events industry and what's your favorite thing about it yeah i mean it goes way back i'm i'm in my early 30s now and i think i did i think i went into events about the age of 19 and it was more so to get more freedom in my life like i was actually a hairdresser at the time but i was also singing and performing and trying to juggle that performer's life and the events industry gave me more flexibility because obviously in hairdressing you know you're working every saturday you're working on your feet the whole time so i was already used to that from switching up and going into events but it just gave me so much more freedom of being able to pick and choose when I worked, uh, the flexibility and also the social aspects. It was great to be able to meet more and more people where as, you know, as social as hairdressing is, you are pretty much seeing the same people all the time. So some of my best friends have been through working in events, uh, working all over the world. Like I was so, so fortunate. I mean, I was working in South Africa and working in Dubai and, and working in America and, it's been an absolute blast. Uh, I think one yeah. of my best jobs was probably the Olympics 2012. Uh, did the whole torch relay uh, for 70 days on the road. I think I stayed in 66 different hotels. I saw the whole of the UK. It was absolutely exhausting, but amazing. And um, yeah, that was that was probably one of the highlights. Apart, you know, so many places. I remember going to Greece and and going to see the big statue of Zeus and, and being, you know, being paid to be there. So it's, it's been great. And I think deep down, no matter what industry I go in, the events and hospitality side of what I do is still very, very important to give yeah. people that experience of, yeah. of what you do. And, and I see that when I run my own kind of wellness events, if I'm doing yoga events, you know, I want to have everything clean i want to have people to greet them i want to have flip-flops by the toilet when they're barefoot because it's little things that you think about that Absolutely. you don't see at any other events where i'm like that's what needs to happen we need you know little sweets on the pillow if they're coming to retreat and um Just to make it yeah i think special. it's really rubbed off yeah it's had a huge impact on me so um 
yeah I miss certain parts certain parts of it you know it's I still miss but I get to kind of merge both now so I can do nutrition events and yoga events um, and still kind of dip my toe in the water and like you say it's a very um, very sociable industry so the fact that you can incorporate that into your new um, new industry and new business is amazing and meet so many new people um, it's like a massive community isn't it yeah hugely 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 and it's great too when you know you go to different events maybe not so much now but every festival I would go to there would be people I knew you know it was like didn't matter where you go and you can go traveling for two years come back and you'll see people like you're still here yep still here back to the grind (laughs) so um it's great to have to have that community um and like I said yeah some of my closest friends I have met through working in the industry that's lovely um so obviously as a fantastic event manager um you've then gone across into nutrition um which is completely different obviously there are some bits which interlink but what are your reasons for deciding to sort of take that leap and go across into nutrition yeah it was it was a tough one i mean there's there's several different answers i can give I think most and foremost, I had a lot of my own health issues. So I was diagnosed with IBS at the age of 14. Uh, Prior to that, you know, I would reoccurring illnesses. I'd get tonsillitis very often. I think one year I had it nine times in one year. Asthma, back pain, acne, kind of all these things that weren't overly, you know, stopping me from living my life. But at the same time, wasn't what everyone else was going through. So it was only when I started to, I suppose, speak with more people uh, about different issues and health issues. And then you start to meet people who had health issues that no longer have health issues, where I'd been told that, you know, having IBS was something I would have to have for the rest of my life. It's something I have to learn to deal with. And it's something that, you know, yeah, I'm going to have to learn to deal with it because there's no other way out. And it was, yeah, speaking to people who were achieving the unachievable. Uh, One of my friends and colleagues was diagnosed with cancer, sadly, in her early 20s. Fast forward 15 years and and she's been cancer free for 15 years. So it's kind of surrounding yourself with these positive stories and to give you hope that, you know, we don't have to wake up tired. You know, it doesn't matter if there's an illness or a diagnosis. The majority of us are dealing with sugar cravings. We have energy lulls in the afternoon. We wake up groggy. We want to tap, double tap the zo- uh, the snooze. And, you know, we don't have to deal with these issues. And yeah. it was a complete wake up call for me because I didn't know that a lot of these things were optional. So I kind of went down this whole path and getting obsessed by documentaries and books and studying. And I realized that I was so obsessed that no one else wanted to engage in these conversations with me I was like oh my god this is amazing and everyone's like yeah it's great you you keep going on about it and I was like (laughs) okay no one else is interested and an old flatmate of mine was like why don't you go and study it and it was just like oh my gosh I not only can I help myself but I can help other people like it was I can't believe it didn't even come to me I needed someone else to kind of give me that aha moment And that's what I did. I I picked up, I think within about six months, I picked up and relocated my whole life to Vancouver, BC to study. And um, yeah, kind of (laughs) my life completely changed from there where, you know, I, I struggled a lot with school growing up. Going back into education was 
and still is a huge uh anxiety kind of rocket for me like it it scares me horribly but at the same time you know if you want something and you know that you can work hard at it then you know you'll get that much closer absolutely that's what I did yeah I relocated and lived in Vancouver for a few years which I suppose is now a second home to me and yeah never looked back Hmm. yeah beautiful beautiful place and it's the place to be you know it's the west coast on top of kind of California where it is huge on holistic health and yeah you know I, I don't really think I ever heard of green juices outside of California <laughs> it's like something I remember seeing in movies and and talk shows but um yeah it was the best place at the time for me to do that and yeah, um, yeah there's been no no going back now I think that's so great as well that obviously you went to see professionals um who diagnosed you you know they said to you nothing could be done and you sort of turned around and you've gone and absolutely turned that around you've changed your lifestyle and like everything's completely different for you now and you know what a better and more fulfilled life that you can live now um yeah definitely and you know it's that it's that kind of hope and I think that's what and in any industry you know if you if you want to make a successful business you don't surround yourself with people who aren't successful you know you surround yourself with people who are successful because they're the goals and that's where you want to get and that's what I did with health you know I was constantly surrounded by people who were sick family members that were sick that you know were constantly taking pills and well this is what I've got to do and and this is not against uh you know western medicine at all like I think pelicinin is probably one of the best things that's, that's ever happened to us however you know it's it's the education of learning that it doesn't have to be that way and I'll speak to you know mothers on their daughter's hormone levels and when I tell them that you know PMS is not necessarily optional uh you know we have our cycles every month but the mood the fluctuating of mood we can control that with food is a game changer because we're told that it's just as women you know we we have three days a month where we're a nightmare um where you know we should have the choice to be a nightmare or not (laughs) but it doesn't have to be the case we can support that with diet and nutrition and there's so much science to back that up but unfortunately the word's not out there and I'm confused as to why it's not out there um but it's not it's readily available but it's just not promoted enough and that's what you're doing that's why you've got your business (laughs) which is incredible so um obviously being part of um we're doing this talk for event well um and obviously that's all around mental health um and anxiety which you've touched on as well like going back into education has sort of triggered your anxiety levels um, do you think that having the right nutrition and diet has a, can have a positive impact on your mental health? For sure, for sure. I mean, will it solve everything? Probably not. Uh, but does it help? 100%, 100%. I have clients who are, you know, all spectrums. I have clients that are dealing with depression, that are medicated for their depression. I have clients who have anxiety levels that, they aren't medicated but they're dealing with anxiety on a daily basis and they see improvements they see huge improvements from what they choose to put into their body breakfast lunch and dinner but at the same time you know if you're in a depressive mind state it's very hard to come home and 
to think about cooking a meal and putting yeah. all these ingredients together to make yourself feel better. So it's almost like this vicious circle. Yeah. But when we do start to support ourselves and we increase our energy levels, we have more energy to burn off. So we are more likely to open the cupboards and cook something that's a little bit more challenging or open a cookbook. And the connection between the brain and gut is, is huge. You know, the brain and gut connection, we talk about it a lot more now and there's a lot more uh, research available and information available. But for instance, the gut, that's kind of my main focus. I always come back to the gut and the nutrition of the gut up to 95% of our serotonin is produced in our gut and it's produced there, which means that it's That's not really containing 95%. Yeah, hugely interesting. And I noticed that, and I'll say it, 10 out of 10 of the clients that I work with that are dealing with mental health issues can't digest their food. Okay. They're struggling with either bloating, slow digestion, constipation, diarrhea, all in between. And when we start to support the gut, reduce those symptoms they notice that they have more energy regardless of their happiness level if you have an increased energy levels you're going to feel better just awesome you're going to notice your happiness levels yeah you're going to notice all of these things or even you know if you can't get yourself out of bed which is a common symptom of depression if you know that that's now you know increase you're now having the energy to get out of bed that is huge really really huge so it all depends on what we're looking at but yes a hundred percent i would say that you can support your mental health by what you're eating whether or not it will cure or reverse is a whole other issue but to be able to support that yes i a hundred percent agree with that yeah i think as well with mental health there's a lot of different elements that are sort of contributors to helping people get better or or find coping strategies and it's good to know that nutrition could be one of those and it it's quite an easy adaptation. It's just knowing the right things to do, really. Um, so the events industry, very stressful one, very busy one. Um, not so much at the moment, um, unfortunately, but obviously when we do get back into the swing of it, it can be long days, long nights. Um, we are on site for setups. What would you say are your top tips for event professionals in looking after their well-being in the form of nutrition? form of nutrition it's it is a tough one in the events and i remember the last few years being known as the diva because when food has been offered on certain jobs it hasn't been to a standard that i would recommend and i know that you know with a budget but i mean also it, it was come a lot of time it came from the client um and if you want happy staff to always be happy, which is what we're doing, we're front of house, you need to think about nourishment. And I remember being on a gig where, <laughs> and also I'm plant-based, so you know I have dietary requirements, but I remember getting given a, a packet of crisps, some type of, cause they already knew I was vegan, it, it was a salad, but it didn't have anything in it. It was pretty much leaves, right? And I think I got like a, a chocolate bar or something, a vegan chocolate bar. And I, I was like, I'm, I'm going to have to complain. I'm going to have to complain. I'm, I'm sorry. But it was, we were doing 12 to 15 hour days That's and that was really. our lunch. And I said, this is, you know, even for a five-year-old and, you know, we should be giving more nutrients to, to children. But I was like, this just isn't, isn't good enough. And I mean, I didn't get sacked from the job and I didn't say it in a <laughs> rude way, but, 
you know you need to be able to nourish your your staff members you really do and having biscuits and crisps and haribo may look like you're being kind but having a bowl of fruit alongside that gives them the option and another thing is hydration 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 and i've seen it many times where (laughs) calling people out it annoys people when staff especially as an event manager staff continuously ask to go to the toilet and uh, this is a common side effect of drinking more water which i in my early days before i was ever interested in nutrition I remember having two or three sips of water on a 12-hour shift. I wouldn't even go to the toilet in 12 hours. Now, when I think about it, I, I don't know how I'm here to tell the tale, if I'm honest. It was, it was bad, really, really bad. So I would, you know, be going, to the, going for a wee every 45 minutes. And if it annoyed people, you know, it would give me more energy to do what I needed to do. So I think hydration is one nourishment, you know, we know to get more fruit and fibers in we know to get your fiber day in but how many of us do uh can we do that in the morning before we come to work can we always have an apple can we always have a banana and an orange that's that's three of your five a day in your bag for you to to nibble on throughout the day you know partner that with some fats some healthy fats a handful of nuts and a lot of the time even if we don't like nuts and we we don't like fruit like having a handful adding them in is going to increase your energy levels throughout the day. Um, So having healthy snacks is, I think, probably key when we're working events because we have short breaks. We never know what it's going to be. And also, I'm going to say it, as coming from an event manager, take food to work. Take it to work. It doesn't have to be, you know, a free course meal. But being prepared because you know you're going to get to work and they'll give you an hour lunch break. But when you're on the floor, your hour's divided into four breaks. You've got 15 minutes. Oh, have I got time to go to McDonald's? No, you don't have time to go to McDonald's. You've got 15 minutes. That's it. And also the McDonald's is never going to help you out. I mean, fair enough if you want to go out and grab a coffee completely. Yeah. But making sure that you're full and not just working on adrenaline because that is what's going to get you. That is what's going to burn you out and you're going to be absolutely exhausted. Or when you do finally hit your bed, you're in such of a fight or flight mode that you can't sleep because you're just buzzing. Um, And we don't really want that to happen. So yeah, I would encourage hydration, snacks, and even, you know, even the cereal bars. We don't call them cereal bars anymore. I think it's very old school. The nut bars yeah. uh, can be beneficial. Obviously, some of them have more sugar than others. But if you're getting in one of those with different nuts and uh, even if it's, you know, chocolate bottom or whatever it is, yeah. that's going to be more beneficial than you grabbing a Mackey D's on a break. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think um, that's something that I always forget about nuts, actually. Um, I always think of them as not very filling. Um, but I suppose if you have those with a combination of some fruit, um, and especially, like you say, the cereal bar type ones, they are a bit more filling mm. than just nuts on their own. Um, so that's a really good one to consider. Um, and yeah, then when definitely. it comes to, um, well, it could be event professionals or any professionals for that matter, um, we're really interested to understand, are there any sort of top foods that can help us to absorb information? So for example, um, I'm thinking here at the moment, like there's a lot of events that are very information heavy. 
Um, and it'd be good to understand if there's any way of us altering our nutrition, if that could have an impact on us. Yeah. So you mean in terms of like concentration levels yes. and supporting the mind? Yes. Uh, fats, healthy fats is, okay. is a huge one. Uh, so I speak a lot about nuts. I speak about seeds. And for a lot of the time, you know, we associate nuts and seeds with bird food, as people say to me, <laughs> oh, you're eating bird food. It doesn't, you don't just have to eat nuts and seeds together. Like when I tell this to people, it's a game changer. If you're having, for instance, I don't know, you've cooked yourself a nice veggie curry put seeds on it or add a few okay. cashews to it so adding nuts and seeds to your food is a great way of increasing your omegas into your diet um, i try to not get this through oil oil in itself uh, goes through a process so it is in fact a processed food so i try to limit the oils but increase through good fats so our avocados our walnuts are really yeah. good our chia seeds our flax seeds and i mean if you think of nuts and seeds and you're having breakfast in the morning whatever breakfast you're having i say whatever breakfast if you're gonna have a fry up is a bit different but <laughs> if you're having something in a bowl put nuts and seeds into it an absolute game changer That's and these idea. fats are known to be hugely beneficial for our cognitive health our memory and um, our concentration levels as well as limiting things like uh, processed sugars uh, refined sugars because what happens with our sugars it increases our energy levels, which is great. But then we crash. We crash shortly after because we don't have anything to kind of balance it out. So I mentioned fruit and nut already. Fruit, we have our carbohydrates. You mix it with the nut, you have your fat. So it slows down the absorption rate. So it's a great way of binding uh, those two things together. We do it quite naturally anyway. If you think of things like bread and butter, that's yeah. our carbs with our fat. Uh, Peanut butter and jelly is very American. I don't know why that's come to my mind, but the same kind of concept. It's, you know, all peanut butter and banana and chocolate, right? Like yeah. Reese's Pieces, another American thing that I've thought of. But um, all of those uh, combinations help balance. Yeah. I'm not encouraging you to eat Reese's Pieces, but um, <laughs> that concept of adding those fats with the sugar will really kind of help stabilize those blood sugar levels because when they start to crash we get brain fog yeah. we uh you know we lose our concentration and when we want to be on the ball uh yeah it's just having those healthy fats balanced alongside our protein we talk a lot about protein and i think um the majority of us don't need to worry about increasing protein at all but for me i mainly focus more on the fats and adding in things like fiber rich foods which are plants you know our fruits and vegetables our nuts seeds our legumes um are yeah just getting in a variety of plants to help increase those fiber levels yeah i like your ideas for some of those uh, those snacks those snack ideas so i know i'm um I am sort of one of those that will grab a quick chocolate bar if I'm on the run. Um, but yeah, if you can be yeah. prepared with those type of foods um, and have them to hand, then it, you know, you do them as part of your weekly shop. It makes it much easier if they're as handy to, to grab hold of as your chocolate bar or your biscuits. Yeah, definitely. And I think also to not deprive yourself and also to not switch out stuff that you're not going to enjoy. Right. So like I tell some of my clients, 
I rather tell people what to eat as opposed to what not to eat. So yeah. if you are going to grab your chocolate bar because you're on a break and you feel the need to reward yourself, because let's face it, that's what usually happens, grab a bag of nuts too and eat them together. Yeah. So that way you, you know, your body's still getting nutrients because the last thing you want to do is deprive your body of nutrients. And that's usually why we're craving anyway. We're craving because our cells are hungry and we put junk food into the body. And guess what? The cells are still hungry. So we're going to keep eating and eating and eating and eating. But if we want to break and we want to have uh, a snack or like I said, if you can go for a cereal bar with some chocolate in, then that's still balancing you out. And if you still go for your favorite chocolate bar, balance it out and have a couple of handfuls of nuts along the yeah. side. That's a great idea. So what I'd like to do now is talk a little bit about your, um, your business, which is really exciting, Ms. Holistic. Um, so nutrition is such a broad topic. Um, and I, I know there's a lot of different elements to it, depending on the type of person that you are. Um, but for you and your business, who would be your ideal client? My ideal client in terms of person or uh, case? I'd probably say case. So like what, okay. what is your most passionate or what are you most knowledge about? What's your superpower um, okay, okay. in that sense of things? Because if he's going to ask me who my client is, I was like, Oprah. Oprah's like my dream client. <laughs> That's where I thought we were going with this. I was like, yes, take me to Oprah. Um, I mean, it's, it's an interesting one. When I first started out, especially in school, I was very interested in mental health. When I started learning that diet, can play a huge role on our mental health I was like wow like just completely blown away and I'm not talking about anxiety I'm not just talking about depression you know we can see improvements in a lot of other mental health issues which is really beautiful to see and also very exciting to see uh, so I was kind of I mean you kind of gravitate to clients I never saw myself really working along the mental health uh, kind of realm, although I was interested in it, I didn't think those doors would open for me, yet I do tend to attract that type of client, uh, which, is really, which is really exciting when you hear such improvements. I do kind of focus on gut health, but the majority of the time people think that that means direct gut health issues, so things like IBS, IBD, Crohn's disease, as well as uh, constipation and diarrhea. But the studies, you know, the information that we know now, uh, a lot of diseases start in the gut. So we don't just see gut health issues, we can also see cholesterol levels, we can see heart disease, which is one of our biggest killers, we can see Alzheimer's, also cases of MND and ALS has been connected to gut health issues. So it's kind of this whole, you know, it's, it's opening all of these doors to different illnesses uh, that I suppose keeps me on my toes and keeps me really excited to be able to work with uh, individual clients but sometimes you know hormonal health I had a client who attended one of my courses and she hadn't had a period for six months and her period come back has come back now and that's through changing her her diet you know for many for many months she was back and forth with the doctor trying to figure out what was going on and we started changing the food over a period of time and you know, within five weeks, she got her period back, which it blows my mind because incredible. I mean, I, I completely so believe in the work that I'm doing. But when you see such quick results, it's mind blowing. It's absolutely mind blowing. It's 
I keep using the word beautiful. It is amazing to see and beautiful to see people take back control of their health in, in all different ways. So for me, the main thing is what I look for in clients, not that I turn clients away. Sometimes you do because you don't think it will be a fit for um, either one of us. But you see people that have tried everything. They feel as if they've tried everything. Nothing's working, whether that's weight, they've been dieting for 15 odd years, whether it's skin issues, whether it's hormonal imbalances, whether they've been bloated for 20 odd years and they still don't know what to do with it. When they start to see a you know, positive result from food, it's the most rewarding thing, the most rewarding thing. And to learn that, you know, a lot of these foods are produced in nature, right? Like we're not, we're not making yeah. anything. It's definitely not, we're buying something in a lab, you know, that's going to be able to sort us out. It's food in its natural state that is capable of keeping us healthy. And I think that's sometimes the missing link, you know, we're, well, should we buy this and should we buy these supplements and should we eat this superfood or whatever it is? The majority of the time, the more we strip back to eating food as in its natural form, the more benefits we will see in our overall health and vitality. That's amazing. Um, yeah, definitely. I completely agree with that. Um, so although COVID, um, these times that we find ourselves in at the moment, it's been really devastating um, for many people. And I imagine for your business, it could have potentially been a little bit of a positive in that, you know, many people have had time to sort of take a step back and, and consider their own health and well-being. And it's becoming more important now than ever. How do you feel it has been for you and your business? Yeah, it's, it's a tricky one. It's, you've seen kind of, I think the media hasn't overly helped. Um, yeah. I think a lot of the stuff that we've seen in the press, people think that it's a quick fix. So I get probably DMs every other day asking me about vitamin D, uh, which seems to be the latest uh, kind of, you know, headline um ups and downs some people yes were like you know what i've got time now to make these yeah. changes the early lockdown i did see this flood of clients uh, then i kind of had more time to dedicate to producing an online course which um i've managed to do in the lockdown period which is amazing because i think it probably would have taken me close to a year and a half wow. to do uh which is great and being able to help more than one person in one time at one time either uh, has been amazing. So it's, yeah, it's interesting kind of this high highs and lows. Yeah. All of my business is completely online. Now I was already working one-to-one -one online because relocating back from Vancouver, I had a lot of international clients. Yeah. And I also found that the more, clients I was attracting with mental health issues, the more they felt comfortable kind of opening yeah. up in their home environment. So I found that very positive. And um, even my yoga, everything is completely online. So this is new to have everything online. It's great to know that as long as you have an internet connection, anything is possible. Yeah. And I mean, to, to be honest, having consultations online, I think old school, uh, therapists in any field will miss that link that connection between their clients 
I haven't really found that. I feel it works quite well. Uh, you know, nothing makes me happier than seeing my clients, especially if it's on their day off. They're like in their dressing gown on bed <laughs> with a cup of tea and they're like, I'm ready, um, which is really nice. So I see the positive side of that. Uh, the human connection, do I feel it's lacking? No, not really, because when you go to see a therapist of, of any kind, there's kind of less intimacy there anyway. So I haven't noticed a negative effect of it. Um, yeah, I haven't. I've seen more of kind of opening more windows you know I can have That's different great. clients from all over the world to be able to to come and, and work with me and I, I think even if you're in London you know are people from West London going to come and travel to see me in North London I mean yes I like to think they would but at the same time you know it takes more of their time to, yeah. to come and see me and, and time is is precious so you know where they could be using that time to do a meditation that I've recommended them or to go and buy different you know a new different foods that they could be adding into their diet so um I it's kind of a yeah a middle I've noticed the, the highs and lows and I think more than anything it is just the fear you know that was kind of drilled into us early lockdown that people are concerned about and and the mixed messages and the mis, mis, mixed signals that um has kind of been taking its toll on people's yeah. decisions and choices but for the rest no I think it has kind of given everyone a kick up the butt that you know the internet is an amazing tool for us to have all of our businesses online regardless of what we do I mean you know even if you do have to meet people in person and hopefully when we get back to normal we will be doing that it gives us an avenue of when we are busy we can still have meetings with people online uh, the yeah. important meetings don't have to wait for in person I think that's the main thing yeah absolutely and it's just a, like you say opening more avenues you've got your international clients which you can still see um and that's mm. wonderful that you can still you know give them the services that you offer across the other side of the world and yes yeah, great so um can you share with our listeners um how they you know if they're interested in what we've spoken about today um and obviously this is a very um brief touch on what you offer um sort of how they can get involved with you your business or, or contact you as well yeah I'm sad to say that I think Instagram is the way forward doesn't matter how pretty you make a website people don't seem to do that now like the, the amount of meetings I've had pre pre-lockdown even in the most corporate environment people ask for your Instagram they'll ask for Instagram, they won't ask for your business card anymore. It doesn't matter how much money you've spent on your business cards, getting them designed. So I think Instagram is the way forward across all platforms. I'm Ms. Holistic as in MS Holistic. Uh, I don't really use Twitter. Um, apparently I should, but I don't. Uh, Instagram <laughs> the main, is the main thing. I know it's bad, you know, it's, there's so many platforms to, to, you know, to keep on top of with, with LinkedIn and, and with building your websites and everything else. So my main platform is definitely um, Instagram uh, until that changes. <laughs> Fantastic. No, that's good to know. And uh, yeah, I'm sure you'll, um, people can check you out on there um, and connect with you as well, which is really great. So although I could um, sit here all day and, uh, and chat to you much more, I think this brings us to the end of our podcast. So I just want to say a huge thank you to you, Simone, for taking the time out of your day, because I know you're a very busy, busy lady, um, to join us thank and have you. a chat to us about nutrition, um, which is so important. 
Um, it's been a real pleasure to learn more about you and, and your business for both me and the listeners. So um, yeah, it's been really great to chat and hopefully we can catch up again soon. Oh, 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 oh,